I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Exodus, chapter 23. I'm going to begin reading at verse 20. This is going to be different tonight because I feel like the Lord wants us to delve into something prophetically tonight. And God's going to speak to this church specifically. Exodus 23, verse 20. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. I want to tell this church tonight that there is a land that God wants to lead us. There's a place that God wants to take us. The Bible said of Abraham that he sought a land and a city whose builder and maker is God. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be anywhere that Jesus isn't. I'd like for you to put your Bibles down, lift your hands to the Lord. Let's ask God to help us in these next few minutes. I want him to speak to our hearts. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to touch your people tonight one more time. God, help us to understand that there's some places, God, that you want us to go. But we must go together as the body of Christ, that we must... Strive to attain, God, those places that you're desiring for us to go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord as you're seated. I'm going to preach to you tonight for a little while from this thought. Step into the water. Step into the waters. The Bible said that of Adam that God placed the man, Adam, in the garden to tend it, to eat of its fruit, to enjoy it, and to enjoy the very presence of God himself. We know that Adam sinned and was cast from the garden. We also know that through Jesus Christ, we've been restored to fellowship with God through the precious blood of the Lamb. But still... 
many people have not entered the garden. Many who have entered the garden haven't discovered the river. Many who have discovered the river are still on the banks. And that's why I'm here on this Sunday night to tell you that God no longer wants you to be on the banks of the river. Come on, somebody. God wants you to understand that you have not yet seen the fulfillment of the total promise that he has for his people but you can't get it on the banks of the river you're going to have to step into the water the promise is found in the river somebody help me right here what God has in store for the church will not be attained by taking an idle position, will not be obtained by being simply an observer. But I hear the voice of the Lord saying to the church, it's time for you to step into my promise. Now, this is what I hear the Lord saying. I am sending my angel before you to lead you safely to the land that I have prepared for you. I want to ask you a question. I knew... I was on target when Sister Morgan started that first song tonight. Because the Lord dealt with me about the glory of the Lord and the church being led by the glory of the Lord. Under the old covenant, before they were allowed to move. The glory of God had to be recognized and they were to follow the glory of the Lord. Are you with me right now? But God said, I want to lead this church today into the fullness of the glory yet to be revealed out of the rivers of Eden. Psalms chapter 46 and verse 4. There is a river. <laughs> the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Revelation 22 and 1 said, And the angel showed me 
a pure river of water of life. Clear as crystal. Proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Watch it now. Coursing down Main Street, John seen the river. Oh, I'm going somewhere. I want you to know that spiritually, in the Hebrew, we find out that this river symbolically comes from the throne of God. But watch now. It cannot be controlled. It makes its own course. I want you to know that what God's about to do will not be dictated to by flesh will not be manipulated by program. You're going to make it hard on me tonight, aren't you? I want you to know something about the river. It is a torrent. What do you mean? There is such a force that comes from the throne. It isn't a trickle. It is a torrent of water that's so powerful. It's going to make its own path. Glory to God tonight. Wherever that river desires to go, it just cuts its own bed. That's the river of God. Genesis tells us that the river flowed through and went out of Eden and parted into four. Genesis 2, and the river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Passan. That is it which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. There's Bedellium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is that that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hedekel. That is it which goeth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. Now tonight... I want you to step into the invitation of God. To enter the garden and to enter the river. To abandon yourself 
to the purpose of God. Do you hear what I'm telling you tonight? It's not within the purview of your control. God is saying, I need my people to step into my purpose. I need my people to step into my direction. I believe that he wants to show you something more of the river tonight. Something that oftentimes we overlook because we're trying to excite folks. But the Bible said the river becomes four. The names and the meaning of those four rivers give us a clue about what God wants to lead us into as we abandon ourselves to him. You know, we don't like this kind of conversation because we like to be in control. But I'd like to tell you tonight that what I'm about to tell you, this promise is not for a few. But it is the promise of sons and daughters who have been redeemed. Come on, if that's you, you ought to give God praise right now. Now, here's where I begin to walk in what God has revealed to me for this people. I believe that there is a prophetic release, a release of angelic assistance in the earth right now. Brother Stephen Gill, I looked at the population of the world and I've wondered how in the world are we ever going to see an end time harvest to save the world. And God spoke to me and said, it's going to take something superb natural. It's going to take divine intervention. And I rise on this Sunday night to tell you that even in this room there is angelic assistance that would have you and I to understand that they are about to step in and help us be a part of the greatest move of God that the apostolic church has ever experienced. The Lord said it will be to lead sons and daughters 
into the fullness of God. Into the place of overwhelming glory that's found in the river flowing through and out of the heavenly Eden. I've asked God for many years now and I know that he will because he has and he will, will never deny us something that he's already done. And I have asked God to let his glory be so powerful in the sanctuary that no man, woman, or child will be able to stand in its midst. Oh, I know some of you are a little hesitant right now, but I know where I'm at in the Holy Ghost. All the fullness of the Godhead is found in Jesus. And all of Jesus is found in his sons and his daughters. You know what that means? If all the Godhead was in him and all of him is in you, that means the fullness of God dwells in you. Four rivers. I'm going to break them down for you. And I want you to know that God wants it to be a part of you and you a part of it. The first river is Passan. Passan means increase. There is a prophetic message for the end time harvest where the earth will be filled with the glory of God. All the fullness of God shall be manifested. It will be that that flows under the throne that will be part of your inheritance. I want you to consider with me where God wants to take you tonight. Increase. Listen to me. Hear me, church family. We cannot get the job done in our own strength. But here's what I've seen. Brother Shaw I've seen a harvest field. And in the harvest field, there were giants. They weren't ordinary giants. 
They were angelic hosts. There were a minimal amount of them, but capable of being able to produce that which God needed to be produced, but they were going to have to have some help. I see them bound. And then I hear the sons and daughters of God that begin as a voice of many waters to begin to usher in the glory of the Lord as they lift their voice and their praise unto God. And as the glory begins to move in, I see the things that have those giants bound. I see them begin to fall. And with a giant sickle, they begin with one swipe to create a great harvest. Mighty giants. God said, tell my people that they've waited long enough for increase. The angel of the Lord it is, is inviting you to get into the river of increase. It will bring a sound from heaven to your lips and the sound will change the atmosphere. God is wanting us to understand we can no longer be the church tomorrow that we are today. There must be a people that make up your mind to step into the river of increase that must lift your voice and lift your praise and give your strength that will produce the greatest harvest that the church has ever seen. This is what the Lord said. I'm about to release a people that will become glory harvesters. Glory harvesters. What's that mean, Bishop? That means that God is about to move in a mighty way in the midst of of a people that will not sit idly by on the banks of the river of increase. I'm not talking about your bank account tonight. Come on now. We're getting ready to go to heaven. 
and we got to take everybody with us that we can. And God said, I need my people to step into the water and create the greatest harvest that the church has ever seen. There are angelic hosts that are waiting on you. And when you give them the word, it will bring about the moving of his spirit. Souls will be born. those that may ask tonight what are we accomplishing by seeking the glory the answer is clear it will change the atmosphere do, do you understand that the church has always been able to influence its society Let me tell you where we are right now. There's a spirit of intimidation that has moved into our world that has silenced the voice of those that can produce glory. It's not about preaching. It's not about singing. It's about worshiping it's about thrusting yourself into the process in such a way that the only thing that will be revealed in you and through you is the glory of God What's that going to do, Bishop? I'll tell you what it's going to do. It's going to release the giants. Why don't you come and join us? Why don't you come and jump in the river of increase? The increase is not for my pleasure, but to bring glory. To bring a glory harvest of souls into the kingdom. An increase in finance. An increase of compassion. An increase of power. An increase of signs. An increase of wonders. An increase of the knowledge of God. An increase in the awareness of Jesus. An increase, an increase, an increase. Is there anybody that wants increase? You gotta step into the water. And then there is the river Gaishan. The river Gaishan means bursting forth. It is 
a symbolic example of the desire of God. He isn't wanting to touch mankind in some kind of a gentle breeze or a warm trickle, but a mighty bursting forth. I have news. When the Holy Ghost turns up, systems and programs are going to fall over. Look, I, I, I know some of you are uncomfortable right now. I'm not uncomfortable because I know where I'm at. But I want you to listen to me. God is getting ready to shake up the system. There is about to be a move of God. God is in the bursts. I said God's in the burst. The Bible said and suddenly there came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. Do you hear what I'm telling you? God is saying I need my people to step into the water because there are 3,000 souls that are waiting to be birthed into the kingdom in one setting. There's 5,000 souls that are waiting to be born into the kingdom. I need my people to step into the water. There appears to be a bit of a mess. But in the bursting forth, watch, I love this. There are a lot of folks that are playing around the edge of the river Gishon. They're just kind of maybe dipping their toe every now and then, get them a little shout. A little run. But I'm telling you, the angel of the Lord invites you in tonight to abandon yourself in this bursting forth. Acts chapter 2 was a bursting forth. And this revival of glory is going to be a bursting forth. It's going to be a flood. I said it's going to be a flood. Let me tell you what happens in a flood. A flood has no boundaries. It takes out whatever is in its way. But watch what happens. When a flood goes through an area, it leaves in its wake what's called silt. And silt fertilizes the ground so that it produces like it's never produced before. The other thing that it does is when it goes through the forest, when it goes through the woods, it washes out old timber 
that's been there all the time but it could never be used because it was hidden it was dormant but when the burst comes through it washes out the timber come on there's somebody in this building tonight you've been sitting idly by and God said I'm going to send a burst through and I'm going to expose you so that you can be used for my kingdom's sake. You can be seated. One thing that I need to say tonight there's still good timber in those logs. The devil's tried to make you believe that you don't have anything else to offer. But the river of Gashon is going to wash away all religious mindsets. God is about to revive something in you. If you'll step into the water, And then there's the river Hedekel. Hedekel means rapid. The word that I love most in the Bible is suddenly. It may have taken nearly 2,000 years to get this far. But this move of glory is rapid and sudden. Just when we think we're coming to that grand place in God, the rapids come. What are you saying, preacher? We're propelled into change. And times seem turbulent. Please hear me right here. There's somebody in this building right now that God is getting ready to drastically change your life. There's about to be something that happens rapidly. Now there are those that would think that that could not be of God. But I want you to hear your bishop right now. The rapids may be a series of events in the world that bring radical change. Earthquakes, wars, shaking, and collapse. But even in the midst of the river, there is glory in the rapids. What do you, what do you mean, Bishop? Well, watch this. 
rapids contain more oxygen than still waters. Oxygen brings life and vitality to the body. The rapids cause us to work together to get through. It brings unity to the body. There's some of you that are stuck in the first two rivers tonight. But God sent me here on this Sunday night to tell you it's time for you to get in the rapids. It's time for you to step in to that place where you're no longer in control of your talent. You're no longer in control of your time. You're no longer in control of your abilities. But God rushes in and begins to use you for his purposes. Now I'm quite certain tonight in this place that God is about to produce something great in Anderson, Indiana. We come to the last river. The river Euphrates. It means fruitfulness. The children of Israel finally enter into a land of promise. A land flowing with milk and honey. A land of fruitfulness. Many of them wanted to get in this river first, just like you and I. We want to bypass all that other and just go straight to fruitfulness. But God said, I need you to just step into the water and let me be in control. The Euphrates is a large river. And around it are the richest fields of oil in the world. Oil speaks of a powerful move of the Holy Ghost. We haven't even begun to see the length and depth of this river in the world yet. In this river... We see the vastness of God. There's something new to be seen of God at every turn and at every minute of our journey. The angel invites us into the river to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to experience his glory. And watch him as he ushers in the end time harvest. There is 
a river, the streams whereof make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the most I've come to speak to the First Pentecostal Church tonight to tell you that there is a river that flows out from the throne of God. And the invitation is being given not from your bishop, but from heaven tonight. Will you step into the water? Or will you remain a bank dweller? It's your choosing tonight. But it is going to happen. What I say to you right now is not hype. What I say to you right now is not to pop you up or crank you up. But what I say to you right now is this. From the Holy Ghost. That God is about to usher in the glory harvest in this place like we have never experienced before and he sent me here to do some recruiting because the giants in the field are waiting to be released to swing the sickle of harvest but we've got to produce the glory of the Lord in our willingness and submission to step into the water the stand I want you to lift your hands to the Lord right now Somebody needs to obey the Lord right now. Come on, somebody needs to obey the Lord right now. God's trying to speak to us in this place. Step into the water. 
Step into the water right now. Why? Why do you halt? Why do you not trust me and believe me in this last day? For I am the God. That has put all of this into place and in order. And I look this night for a people that will believe me and trust me for what I have spoken many times unto you. There are those who are in the balance and they wait upon you to step into the river. What will you do? What will you say? How will you respond?